My anxiety is the reason I didn't talk to you. She's possessive. She doesn't like me talking to other people. She's irrational. Because of her, I'll take the long way to my building to avoid someone I already passed by twice because I don't know if it's acceptable to say hey a third time because of her. I don't correct people at restaurants who get my order wrong. I just eat it. Because you know, maybe sweet potato fries are what I wanted, but the broccoli you gave me is what I needed. Thank you. <laughs> because of her. I take the long way to my building to avoid someone who kind of looked like my ex-boyfriend. Because whenever I hand her the aux cord, she makes sure to play back all the times he told me no one else would ever want me. Because of her, I still think no one else will ever want me. I constantly wonder what happens to a black girl who is too anxious to ever feel like magic. Can she still fly? Can she still be fly with wings that tremble? Can she forget the lifestyle of an ant? That feeling that no matter what she does, she is in danger of being crushed. And my anxiety doesn't like to be made into metaphors, but what I'm trying to say is she is constantly reminding me of how easy I am to crush. As I speak, I am pushing against her weight on my shoulders, and that is why I shake sometimes. I have to fight to stand up straight, stop rocking. She and I picked out this outfit together. Something that dries fast. If I am sweating, it is because doing this poem feels like fighting a boxing match that you can't even see. And I am determined to knock her out. I have been fighting her for control of our house for years. Fighting not to crack. Stop rocking. Don't shake. Breathe. I think the reason my relationships don't work out is because no one knows they're signing up for a threesome. <laughs> I understand. I know how hard it is to live with both of us when we don't like feeling out of control, when we don't handle conflict well, when we don't handle being yelled at well, when everything you say to us will be repeated and deconstructed and analyzed in our head a million times after. And if I am silent for a while, it is because I have to fight with her before I can fight with you. I've tried to cut her off before. I cannot. We do not handle separation well because of our parents, I mean our ex, I mean our friends, breathe. So I guess my anxiety and I have just learned to live together. She's the longest relationship I have ever had and as everyone leaves, she is the only relationship that I can count on. And that was Jay Nichelle performing Friends with Benefits. Welcome. To the words I never say podcast. Let's go. It's your boy, guys, Inc. Welcome to episode number 29 of the Words I Never Said podcast. How y'all feeling, man? Y'all doing all right on this hump day? Uh, or whatever day y'all listening to this on. I don't know. If it's not a hump day, then it's not a hump day. Whatever day it is, happy day of that week. <laughs> it is for you. Hope it's happening. Hope you're having a good day, good evening, good night, good morning. Um, so I'm going to get right into this rant because it's really bugging me. So I'll go to the gym religiously right and uh i wear 
the headphones that don't have cords attached to it. Y'all know where I'm going with this? For the people that have wires attached to their phones, what's wrong with y'all? Do y'all know? Do y'all know how crazy you look walking around with a wire attached to your two thousand dollar phone? That's cr like okay, you spend all that money on a cell phone, but you can't give up the extra fifty, sixty dollars for the for the wireless ear earbuds. What's wrong with you? You know what that's like? That's like having that's like having a a, a Maybach right with with fifteen inch rims. You know how crazy that looks? You know how weird you look? You're a weirdo. You look weird right now. And yes, I'm headphone shaming you. You are being headphone shamed right now because you don't even want to want to want to cough up the extra bucks it costs to, to, to take away the cord. Like, what's wrong? What are you doing? What are you thinking? That's like having, that's like having, I don't even know what that's what what can you compare that to? That's like going to a fancy restaurant, right? But with caviar and, and lobster and everything, like yo, can I get a burger? <laughs> you, 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 you asking for a burger at at Roof Steakhouse, Roof Chris Steakhouse? Like you you asking for a cheeseburger when it's lobster on the menu? That's what it's like having a, a wired headphone. Like we ain't we ain't in two thousand one no more. Big on we ain't in, we ain't in two thousand five no more. Sis, like you, you gotta, you gotta come up off them, 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 them wires. You gotta cut them wires. Like we ain't even got cable, regular cable no more. We got, we, we streaming stuff. You know what that means? No wires are attached. You need to stream your podcast. You streamed it. If you listening to this right now, you got wires coming out of your phone and into your ears. You robot. You mechanical. You, you're a robot. You like the dude on, on, on Star Wars. I don't, I don't watch the sci-fi stuff, but what's the, what's the What's the little robot that that goes around? Get, you like that dude? On, that that little robot on Star Wars? Like you got wires coming out of your body, literally coming out of your body into a device. That's a robot. You're a robot. You are a robot. Stop being a robot. Go go on Amazon and get some like thirty dollar pair of wireless headbuds and headbuds. I said buds. Headbuds. <laughs> And stop looking weird. Stop looking cheap. Your phone costs eight million dollars, but you got five dollar headphones coming out out of out of the out of the phone. Stop it! I gotta stop that madness. I'm headphone shaming you. You are being headphone shamed. I wish I could take some pair of scissors and cut every wire that I see. When I see dudes at the gym with the wire, I just want to smack them. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you here? Get out. Get out right now. Upside down pyramid body. Like they're the same dudes that walk around with a big upper body but, but got some skinny legs. Toothpick legs. You take your toothpick legs with your wired headphones, you robot, and get out the gym. Get out of life. Get out of earth, you alien. Go back to where you belong. You don't belong in the USA. You don't belong on earth. <laughs> I'll be cracking myself up. Alright, y'all, that's it, yeah. yeah, and if you got wires, man, yeah. God don't know what's wrong with you. You need intervention, you need help.
I'm gonna pray for you. I'll stay tuned, man. We got spoken silence coming through later on the pod to drop some heat. Introduce y'all to a new poet. Cause that's what we do on the Words I Never Said podcast. Be right back. Peace and blessings, creatives. Mike here, host of the Ethically Immoral podcast. Reminding you that listening to our podcast is in your best interest and confirming that, yes, we do offer in-depth interviews with up-and-coming spoken word artists, poets, and authors, as well as live and recorded spoken word performances. You can listen to the podcast on all podcast platforms and or visit our website, ethicallyamoralpodcast.com. Alright, alright, we back, we back uh, So, I asked a question on Instagram uh, Do you consider yourself a poet, a spoken word artist, or both? Because there is a difference um, between the two And uh, not saying you, you can't be both, you can be both So I asked that, you know, poet, spoken word artist, or both We're gonna roll these comments Jared Edwards, what up, Jared? He says I'm more of a poet and recording artist. I gotta get, I gotta work back on stage presence before I call myself a spoken word artist. I feel you, big homie, and you just made me look like I couldn't talk right because your words were mixed up and jumbled up, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you, you know I got, you know, there's potentially a chance for me to read this stuff, and then I'm trying to read through it, and I'm stumbling, and now er, I, I, I'm gonna just stop. Okay, thanks, bro. Thank you for responding. Moving on to the next, to the next poet, uh, D. Brown, the poet. She says both. Most of oh, here we go. Most of poems. Okay, so most of my poems beg to be spoken, but they can also stand alone without my voice to support them. Thank you for responding, D. Brown, the poet. Uh, I, she has a book out too. I can't remember. I think it's like number. I can't remember. Anyways. Y'all check her out for y'all. D. Brown, the poet, all smushed together in one word. Thank you for responding. Poetic serenity, two C's, two Y's, tears of a butterfly is the book that she has out. And she's a great poet. Y'all probably want to go check her out or at least check out her page. Give her a follow. See what she's doing. She she says a lot of great things. Um, She says, poet, I never really thought of poetry to be spoken out loud. More of deep thoughts that just make the reader think different. Thank you for responding, Poetic Serenity Mall. Shout out to you. Um, uh, we call her Mall because Mall is whatever. Anyways, uh, I think y'all, I what y'all think I like Tourette's. You know what I'm saying? Just saying random words out of nowhere because that wasn't the case. Anyways, D Librarian, she says both because a poet will write with respect to the rules of the craft. Uh, in parentheses, she has structured stanzas with strict rhyme scenes, imagery, drama, etc. A spoken word poet slash artist is more of a storyteller and a performance artist. Most of the work is presented in prose, which allows artists to apply their own style without restrictions regarding metrical structure. You are getting very deep and and like your words are great. <laughs> spoken word is also often performed with music and or crowd participation yes yes that is that is very accurate thank you for all the technical words that you use metrical structure that was you like 
yes, you are a librarian. You read a lot of books. I can tell because <laughs> those were some those are some great words. Anyways, thank you for responding. Shout out to uh, Kiana Donay. She absolutely she has a, a book and a podcast out. Um, I'm trying to get to her podcast, but the, it's not working. I can't get to it. she has a podcast out. Um, and I'm going to find it because that's just what I do. I'm not going to mention it and and not uh, and not and not point y'all in the right direction. She has uh, here he is noteworthy um, on all your favorite streaming platforms. She's reading some of her poems on there and things of that nature. Y'all go check her out. She says, poet, I am best experienced mentally through my writing. I do enjoy reading my poetry on my pod, but not for stage performance. Most are thought provoking pieces meant for self-reflection. Thank you for responding, Kiana. I appreciate you. Um, let's see. Tyler Smith. Oh, no. OK, it's Tyler S.M.T.H. So it is Smith. It's just abbreviated. Um, she says, I don't know. I can't really tell what I am. Then she says both because I feel like some pieces are meant to read others belong in a book for the reader to read big facts thank you tyler smith for responding i appreciate you um let's see we'll just read one more uh bear underscore gswa what up big homie he says both there are some pieces i have that were never meant to be performed i i feel that because I'm the same way. Like I got pieces in my notebooks that's like, nah, that's that ain't that ain't going out. That ain't going out to the public. Um, and I shouldn't be saying that because this is the words I never said, and I'm trying to stop get people to stop not saying words. <laughs> well, I say words, but I just don't say all the words. How about that? I just don't say all the words. Um, but yeah, man, I thank you for responding. I thank all of y'all for responding. Thank y'all for connecting with Ink Magazine on Instagram. Please give all of these amazing poets and writers a follow. I'm sure they will follow you back and interact with you because they are great people. And that's how that's how the listeners of the Ink Magazine vibe. Now stay tuned, man. Spoken silence. She is right around the corner. She right like right there, right around the corner. Now stay tuned. I'll be right back. We'll be right back because she she here. But not here, but you know what I'm saying. She on a pot. Yo, what's good? It's your girl, Becky the Poet, host on the Unspoken Words podcast, released every Thursday. We want to tell your stories behind the words. So we bring you poetry, self-care tips, speak about real-life situations and how we overcame them. A podcast to fill your emotions one day at a time. I have the pleasure of introducing y'all to Spoken Silence. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to start this off hot. We're going to bring her in hot. So we're going to let her spit a piece. I'm going to get out your way and let you do your thing. All right. Thank you. All right. So this one is called Africa Sings. Always. Bloody Bank River or lush carpet green. What else do we have but our sound? When in Greece, you hear us loud. When in Rome, we echo choruses created in Serengeti. Notes trailing above Kilimanjaro, coming down road, Harlem concrete. Under Mayan ruins and Aitis rebellion were created symphonies of harmony. 
unity in the one, two, staccato steps, drum beats, beaded hips, flapping arms and jerking knees, flat feet, kicking earth to sky, daring angels to join. Singing down stars to bless the seas, Pacific to Atlantic, Atlantis legend weaved through trebles and clefts between rocks of ages past to present. What else have we got? But to mock the birds themselves, sawing the sparrow's notes with octaves that soar above the eagle's home. Mm, that's that piece? That's that piece. Yeah, all right. So I know you had a lot of imagery in your pieces um, because you paint the picture, you paint your picture exceptionally well. Um, where do you get your, your inspiration? Um, Living life, you know, um, like there's a saying that goes uh, uh, for writers. Um, what do they say? Everything is material. Um, mm -hmm. So literally just, you know, from I take it from my background, um, so I one were immigrant by the way of Nigeria, diaspora, all of that. So, you know, kind of having one feet in each world. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, just living life, background, experiences, what's going on present day all over the world. But um mm -hmm. yeah, the emphasis of course on that poem was coming from, you know, where I'm from originally. Right, that when I was when I was kind of stalking your IG page, <laughs> I noticed I noticed that that underlying thing in your pieces, the strong connection to where you're from. How long have you been over here in the states? Um, over twenty years now. So it's been a bit, it's been a bit. Do you go back to visit at all? I do, not often enough, but I do. Um, but you know, I have family there. Obviously, we talk just about every week. So you know. Mm -hmm. the still there is the is the spoken word scene is there is there a scene out there at all that's a good question there probably is because you know like whatever america does the rest of the world tries to do mm -hmm. so and naturally i feel like we we have a lot of writers we have a lot of good writers so i can imagine there is um mm -hmm. it's just you know to what level right right yeah because I'm, of course, Africa is huge, um, so I'm pretty sure there are different different uh, open mics and, and spoken word things going on over there. I, I don't doubt that at all. It's just a matter of, like, where? Because it's so big, right? You know, it's like, where do you find it? Exactly. Yeah. So what, um, do you think that you chose poetry or did poetry choose you? Oh, that's a good one. Um... Is it a combination? I feel like it's a combination of the two, right? Um, I think I learned early on that, you know, this is just my natural, writing is my natural, like, it's just, it comes natural, I don't have to really struggle with it. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as choosing poetry, though, I feel like it is a choice. It is a decision. Like, just because you have this talent or gift or whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to use it. Mm -hmm. I think it goes both ways. I think just being chosen to be gifted in it and also choosing to use it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there, if you choose to use it, do you think that there is a certain responsibility that comes with 
with you choosing it? Hmm. Responsibility in like what way? Like um, there's a message that you have to that you have to get out. Um, like, and there's no delay in it. Like you're not you're not you're not procrastinating with it. Hmm. You're you're just basically knowing that you have this gift and you have to do something with it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I feel like there is a responsibility um, for me to do something with it. I feel like uh, um, it goes back to like, you know, in the Bible, the story of the talent, like God. Mm. Let me get my story together. So uh, the one guy gave the one guy like one talent or something. And then the Mm. other guy gave him two or whatever. And just one buried it and then the other used it. It's just, you know, that parable, just using what you have. Right. So that, that's, Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm extremely familiar with that passage. Um, it uh it, it sets me straight more times than it doesn't, you know, because it's like, oh, you you got talent, but what are you gonna do with it? You know, you just gonna sit on it. Uh huh. Yeah. How, how do you how do you battle that that because it, it it all hits us at one point, one point or another. We start to get a little lazy and we kind of drag our feet with things. Uh-huh. Um, how do you push past that? Um. So I think I go through seasons of creating and seasons of not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say maybe like four years, uh, four years I went through like a season of just like super duper creating, like just getting it all out there. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I would say not so much creating, just like you said, you know, being responsible, trying to get the message out. It's like, okay, you created it. Now what? Right. So mm-hmm. um, trying to get that message out, um, I think that's the season I'm in now. So I think it's just it just depends on what, um, yeah, what season you're in and what you need to do in that that moment. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're not writing, what what is spoken silence doing when when she's not writing? Omg! So when I'm not writing, um, sometimes I read. You know, try to be a little on the intellectual side. I read, but um, I also like weekends. I hang out with friends. Um, just to relax after work, I uh, watch YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. so you you go down to YouTube rabbit holes. I do. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube will have you on there for like hours. It's crazy. YouTube, and yeah. YouTube, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, no. Stop. You go in to find one thing, and all of a sudden, you you trying to figure out if 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 Pluto um can do this or do that. Like you just you just like, go off into this hotel thing. Like how did I get here? <laughs> yeah. So you said you hang out with like what what kind of stuff do y'all go and do? You, I mean, I know COVID kind of has everything really shut down. But right, what? everything really shut down. Yeah, pre-COVID, it was fun because um I. Well, I've been in Houston a year now. So before COVID, it was just kind of like getting to know the city, you know, going out, you know, checking everything out. And then COVID happened. It's like, mm, wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but right, like we still go out every once in a while. Just, you know, usually revolves around food. Um, <laughs> right, right. I feel you. I feel you. Um, so we just talk, we chop it up, you know, talk about life. We just talk about anything and everything, really. So, yeah. 
what what do what does your friends or what do your friends think about about your uh your gift of of writing your 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 poetry yeah so like um they all know about it and usually it's like them pushing me like okay so what are you gonna do next okay so so a funny story right um when I moved here uh, I think maybe three months after I'd moved here I uh, called or texted one of my friends or she texted me or whatever she was like, oh, what you been doing? I'm like, oh, you know, trying to get settled. Just, you know, rattling off. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. So I did not hear nothing about writing in any of the things that you just mentioned. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me right now? I just moved to a brand new state. I'm trying to get settled. <laughs> Yo, you need, you need friends like that. You got good friends. <laughs> They pushing you. You have great friends. I, I'm I'm finna clap for your friends. I was like, I was Welcome not friends. That's for you. That's for you guys. I thank you for pushing her and, and oh, asking her when she's man. writing. Right. And I was so not expecting that. I was like, excuse what? Excuse me. She was like, uh, I did not hear no writing in any other things you just listed. Like, okay. <laughs> so, so they believe in you they believe in your gift that's a great that's a great thing you gotta add a support system yeah for sure yeah so how um how often how often do you write um so lately not not been too much like i mentioned I uh, oh okay hold on see now i gotta call you what's your friends i gotta call your friends i, I know right? I send them. y'all need to call call spoken silence because she hasn't been writing okay if y'all listening please call her okay continue continue (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah so right now I have not been I can't been more in the headspace of just you know like I mentioned just you know trying to get what I have right now and just you know figuring out how to do that Mm -hmm. so you what what um is the inspiration behind your name spoken silence Oh, yeah. So when I wrote like my first poetry collection, I was thinking of like a name, you know, like, okay, now what do I call it? Um, And it just came to me because it's like kind of like giving voice to silence, like all the thoughts that have been floating around in my head Mm kind of now have, you know, like a voice. So given given speech to silence so something like mm. that. yeah i i actually i don't know if it sounds weird but i completely understand what you're saying <laughs> i get you when you when you when because spoken silence is like it's, it's it's a it's an it's like polar opposites mm-hmm. you know and so you you kind of right then and there you kind of like got your peak in people's interest you know right off the top so i i can understand yep. i can understand what you, the meaning behind your name um do you prefer going on stage or just writing on paper? I am a writing on paper girl because, yeah, I'm not, I don't consider myself a um, a spoken word poet. Um, mm-hmm. And and the reason is because I feel like there's, I don't know how to, this is not a negative way of saying it. Like, I, what I really want to say is there's a lot of theatrics involved in spoken word there is there is and not it's not negative it's not a negative okay, connotation. <laughs> you good, I you know good. Spoken word artist, like, 
not trying to um, you know throw shade on it, but like literally, it's like watching an actor. It's a it's a performance. It's you know like words are coming alive, and this person is performing it. It's a mm-hmm. yeah, it's a performing art. Like it's literally a performing art. So that's not me. I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just um, I have um, you know done some spoken word, but that's just not my natural bent. That's not what I do. I prefer writing and then just sharing, reading, reading what I've wrote. I got you. I got you. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it. I don't want to say acting, but there is an entertainment aspect involved mm-hmm. with spoken word. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's just that's just common knowledge, you know, with with, with us spoken word artists. So no offense taken. I'm, I'm not going to enter interview okay. early or anything <laughs> right. like that. You're good. You're done. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So, um, what is what is the underlying? Me- well, actually, no. I want to ask this question. Um, you said you've been on stage before performing. Right. Um, how how was that? How was that experience? Uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful because um, it was part of the process of like I keep mentioning, just trying to get whatever you know, done out there, right? So um, it was like in this, you know, very intimate setting. Um, it's uh, kind of one of these, um, like local artists get together and he literally used his house, basically. He was just hosting performing arts and, you know, whatever. Like if you're a singer, come. If you're a poet, come. You know, if you're whatever, whatever, come. So he used his house and just, you know, invited everybody to share the talents and their gifts. And it was dope because you're just like, everybody was just coming in. You don't know them. They don't know you. It's something new every week. Um, I went up on stage. I actually, I didn't read. I actually memorized it. I was like, oh, Lord. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and just challenge myself to memorize this. And it was great. It was, you know, you get that live energy. Like, it's beautiful. It's I had a great time. I loved it. Um, I would do it again, but I still do not consider myself a spoken word artist. Was that was that performance recorded? Uh yeah. I have yeah, little pieces here and there that people okay. send me. Because you know I wanna like I know I can't see it on the phone, but I wanna see your because you say you you're you you're not a spoken word, but you can tell like if I look at your at your performance. And then you like bringing it. It's kind of like, hold on, you are, you are a spoken word artist. But I just want to see for myself. I just want to, I just want to see. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start your page again, and then, okay, and then try to hope and and hope that you posted it somewhere so I can see it. I can see if I, because it was like people uh, sending me um, through stories when it happened. This was last year, so. Okay, okay, okay. So it might be kind of hard. Okay, I got you. I got you. I'm gonna try to find well, something. Well, all that means is you have to you have to do, get, just get up and do it again, do it again. in Houston somewhere, and then record it. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So, what what is the underlying message in 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 your poems? Ah, uh, good. So, for sure, the first one is more about self discovery. Um, it's more about identity. Um, also, just very uh, strong imagery of um like my relationship with god mm-hmm. so yeah it's got strong religious themes in the first one so i would say that's you know, what the first batch was about um the second batch of uh collection poetry collection is about um 
you know, once once again, identity, but coming from, you know, being from the diaspora and just race relations, being American, like having one feet and one foot in both worlds, right? So mm-hmm. that, um, the second one more is, so the first one is introspective. The second one is like out, you know, just seeing, showing this is what the world is, the state of the world currently, how I see it, of course. Um, yeah, so. How much? How much does your faith shape your shape your work? Because I I believe we are of the same faith. Just just reading, reading, listening to your poetry, and then hearing you speak, and then also uh, reading, looking through your page. How much of your faith shapes your your writing? Um, a lot, a lot. Um, you know, it's part of my identity, so it's it's weird to not to write and mm-hmm. feel like I have to cut that out because like it's it it doesn't make sense. It, like right. it'll bleed through because it's so much like of who I am that it'll bleed through. So um, mm. yeah, it's a lot. Mm. That's dope. It's so much of who you are that it bleeds through. That's a line right there. Yeah. That's a line. That, if it's not in one of your poems right now, I think it should just slide into one of them. Slide it that in. was a dope. That was a dope line. Mental note. <laughs> All right, you said you had two projects, right? So, um, and are they both on Amazon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what's the what's the title of the first one? So the first one we talked about is called Spoken Silence. Okay. And the second one is called Oracle. Oracle. Okay. And you just gave a, a brief a brief overview of, of each of them. When did you write Spoken Silence? Um, they were both written like within oh no, not written, but yeah, written and published within um um the same time frame so what year this is 2020 2019 i want to say beginning of 2019 mm. okay so it's been out it's been out for a little bit mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna definitely go and um and support you on those two ventures um and y'all listening to y'all 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 go and, and pick up spoken silence and oracle um and if you need some more convincing Spoken Silence has another poem that she's going to spit for us. Are you are you ready? Are you ready or do you need some time? Do you need me to stall? I can stall if you need me to. I am ready. I am ready. <laughs> All right. Let me slide out your way and uh, let you do your thing. Not ready. So this one is called Children of Purgatory. Some hundred years later, still, despots and unwanted on foreign soil where your ancestors turned and toiled, watched and waited, wailed and prayed, some hundred years later, still. No freedom, no closure, no unity. Still, outcasts. Still, the drudge of the land. Still, the scapegoat. The waste bin of wrongs. The almost quite but never writes. The rail underground neither leads to the sky above or sea below to claim your soul. Mm. That's heavy. It's kind of like, you know, we you look at our where we were so so long ago, and then 
like 2020, we still, we like you said, still. Exactly. <laughs> we still here. We still struggling. Yeah. Um, so you actually, because that was, that was short. Um, mm-hmm. If you want another one, if you want to spit another one, oh. you are free to. Free yeah, but I, I I liked it. I liked that one. It was kind of like um, I don't want to say depressing, but it was kind of like hey, it makes you think like how much how much longer you know how much longer are we gonna are we are we gonna have to say still still not this and still not that you know yeah kind of like just going around in circles yeah um let me see. All right, I'm going to do this one. Okay. All right. So this one is called God is Dead. Oh, interesting. All right. Green is earth. Fertile and good. Green is greed, envy, plunder, and pillage. Backed by a treasury of phantom gold, green is comfort. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. Green is for the sweat of your brow. Green is for the ground you till. The reason you wake before morning light. Green is the ghetto. Green is Park Avenue. Green is the AK-47 pointed at the wheat-and-colored boy covered in brown mud. Green mm. is the girl, rail-thin body cloaked under flashing red lights, broad darkness where grown men play speak. Green is the red Porsche, the legal launderer drive, the high-rise looking down to water breaking on shore, black match meet green. Spark fly, blue yellow, then red orange. Green is gray black. Crumbling, fading, wind blown particles. Green is a button. One trigger finger pushed off grid implosion. Series of zeros and ones turn dashes and dots. Green is God and God is dead. Mm. Mm. I think that's my favorite one. Out of out of the ones you read tonight, yeah, I think that's my favorite. Yeah, I don't tell you too. But... Um, so when when did you write that one? Um, so these have all been written probably within about four years. Like all of this was just me getting out thoughts, like we mentioned at the beginning. All. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get it out, get it out. Um, published recently, but the words are way older than that. So. Mm. Yeah, it takes it takes a skill to to get on stage and and do poetry, but it takes a skill to be able to read it just and with no theatrics involved, and it still hits. Mm. Like it takes that, and and from what I'm hearing tonight. Like you have that gift of of reading, like because it takes pace, pacing. Mm-hmm. It takes enunciation, and and that's to read to read off of paper like that. And like you, basically, what I'm saying is you're a great poet. That's all. It's, I took the long <laughs> way. I took the long way of, to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Yeah, sometimes I I stumble and blah, 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 over my words too. I'm like, but the end is it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the words I never said. We appreciate you for coming through, um, and and giving us a little time in your evening, um, and yeah, we 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 hope that we will be able to connect with you again. Okay, for sure, for sure. I had a good time. It was great. And we back to wrap this up, man. Y'all, y'all give a, a give a follow to Spoken Silence on Instagram. She has like three or four underscores between Spoken and Silence. So yeah, just start just type in Spoken and then start typing underscores, and then her name's gonna pop up. I'm sure of it. Y'all check her out. Um, she has two books out. One uh, going by her namesake, which is Spoken Silence, without the underscores, of course. And then the next one, Oracle. Both available on Amazon.com. Go ahead and, and check her out and give her a follow. Um, she is an awesome poet. Um, I'm sure you will be able to garner some inspiration from the things that she says and posts. So uh, yeah, and she she we we gonna get her to post a little bit more more often. We gonna we gonna we gonna I'm a, I'm a, matter of fact I'm gonna get in touch with her friends and I'm gonna tell her friends to to get on her about that because that's something that needs to happen. Because <laughs> you got a lot of great words and a lot more people need to hear it. So, um, wrapping this up, man. Shout out, shout out to uh, Kiana Doné. Shout out to uh, Mike um, over at Unspoken Words Podcast. Shout out to Not Kill Poetry um, at the Pop Poets Lounge. Shout out to Max, uh, Max and Keith, 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 Keith. My main man, Keith, over at uh, uh, the the Filthy. No. Profane, filthy. I'm thinking it's profane, right? Profane and filthy because they be they be cussing a lot, and so filthy is like whatever. Shout out to the uh, uh, the profane and profound podcast. Um, go check them out if you haven't already, uh, friends of the show. Um, let me see who else is there. Anything else? Um, the Ink Magazine is releasing on the 18th. There will be another podcast by then, uh, November 18th. Um, that's just a heads up. We are featuring Sin, uh, spoken word artist out of Fort Worth, Texas. Um, he will be coming through, chilling with us, kicking with us, kicking it with us. Y'all going to get to know a little bit more about him. We are featuring uh, Shakespeare, one of the illest poets of all time from the grave. Y'all, please. I'm kind of late on the music because I was playing advertisements and I didn't want to play advertisements. So I was just talking. This kind of mellow, right? I like this one. I feel like re-recording this whole thing just so that this can play, but I ain't gonna do that because I'm sleepy. Y'all, y'all, I appreciate y'all once again for rocking with me. Y'all come through again next week where we will have more topics, maybe another guest or two, not two, but another guest. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. As always, man, y'all be safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. Um, get rid of them wired headphones because you look ridiculous. You look utterly ridiculous walking around with an $8 million phone and, and, and wires coming out your phone into your ears. What's wrong with y'all, man? Why are y'all doing that? Why are y'all doing that? Why are y'all doing these things? Stop doing these things. All right? 
Stop looking funny. I'm gonna let y'all go. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot this. And wash your filthy hands. Please do that. Until next week, I'll let your boy. Thank you.